Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Boy, yesterday was a humdinger in the football world. First, Pete Carroll. We find out forced out as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks because he had a press conference. How classy a guy is Pete Carroll that you say, hey man, you're not our coach anymore. We're going to move you to a different part of the organization. And you still feel confident enough in the man to put him in front of a podium. Mm -hmm. Pete Carroll said, quote, he competed hard to coach, end quote. He talked to the team not long before this, thought he'd be back next year, wanted to be back next year, and they basically reassigned him. They moved him to a different department. That happens to people all the time. That shocked me. And then the greatest, in my opinion, North American coach of all time retires, Nick Saban. We'll get to Saban a little bit later. But I was kind of shocked, not just by Pete Carroll being forced out. I was shocked by the lack of national outrage on that, Doran. Pete Carroll, who has had one losing season in the last 11 years, and that's such a big deal for people, right? No losing seasons. One losing season the last 11 years. A Super Bowl title in there. Another trip to the Super Bowl in there. Nine and eight the last couple of years. Revived Geno Smith's career. There was no outrage. If Mike Tomlin got reassigned, if there was some sort of quote-unquote amicable splitting of the ways, which is how it was presented by the Seahawks, I feel like the Steelers would have been excoriated. But Pete Carroll, no, we've reassigned him. Not a peep. Nary a peep. No one one crushed him. It was very weird to me. Well, I I think that, and we talked about this a little bit before, that it was overshadowed by Nick Saban. Uh, that's retired. part of it. That's definitely part of it. And but I, I, I'm with you. I don't think that there would have been a crazy outrage. There probably would have been more people talking about it. It'd been topic A today sure. instead of topic B. Um, but there wouldn't be the uh, the 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 outrage that say the Steelers did something of this nature because they're not the Steelers. Seattle's not the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Seattle and the Steelers. If you look at them and and you and you have a scale like the Steelers are always in people's minds at the top of the scale. They're at the top of the food chain. And, you know, and they're at the top of the 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 how you, how you weigh things in the NFL and Seattle's just Seattle. Like I, you know, Pete Carroll is a Hall of Fame head coach in the NFL, Hall of Fame coach in college football. One of the best coaches that we've seen in our our, mm-hmm. our lifetime, for sure. And it still was isn't that ah, you know, it still isn't that that bang. Like it, it wasn't it was like, okay, Pete Carroll's like 74 years old. They're like, okay, like, the, you know, well, I guess we could see them moving on uh, into a different direction. But Mike Tomlin, if that were to happen with the Steelers, I just think that there would just been, like, you know, a whole circus around it because they're the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Seattle Seahawks are the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't know what you were going to say. That makes sense to me. That the Pittsburgh Steelers don't fire head coaches. They don't part ways, really, with head coaches. They've had three coaches since the Beatles were touring. If they moved on from... Mike Tomlin, 
people would be saying, this organization that never moves on from guys is now moving on from a guy that's never had a losing season that got his team into the playoffs. Yeah, that does make sense to me. How about he's 72, Pete Carroll. When he came back to the NFL with the Seahawks, he was older then than Mike Tomlin is now. Yes. Mike Tomlin in his early 50s. Pete Carroll was 59 whenever he took over Seattle. Man. You say he's a Hall of Famer in the NFL. I think he probably is. He's comparable to Bill Cowher. Like, Cowher was 12-9 and in the playoffs. Pete Carroll, 11-11, and so 500, which for a playoff record is pretty good. Cowher, a 623 winning percentage in the NFL. Pete Carroll, 586. Both guys won a Super Bowl. Both guys been to multiple Super Bowls. They're comparable. I do wonder, though, the all-time coaching gaffe, that interception thrown by Russell Wilson on the goal line, if that if that makes it take longer for him to get in. Doubt it. Doubt it. I think that they I think they look at consistency and, you know, just doing it year after year. I mean, the, the whole Tomlin deal, I, I think they take into effect. And we, we make fun of it, the whole no losing seasons. But to be able to do that for that long is so hard in the NFL. And Pete Carroll's right behind Tomlin in, you know, the, the winning season category. And I think that they take that into effect more than, you know, the last play. And you got to see, you know, I mean, Bill Bell, it's not like he was coaching against Arthur Smith. And Arthur Smith's my guy. And I love Arthur Smith. But it's not like he was in the Super Bowl coaching against Arthur Smith. He was coaching against Bill Belichick, too. Yeah. The guy would take that out of the I mean, the last play is well, the last play. It was a bad call. Well, but- so it is a bad call, and it's uh, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I, I it's, the, it's the most angry I've ever been at a football coach that's not my football coach. Because I hated the Patriots so much, and people in Pittsburgh hate the Patriots so much. And you have Marshawn Lynch, who's <laughs> like the defining goal line player of that era— Beast Quake, and you throw the football. Beast I mean, Quake? What are we doing? Remember remember the Beast Quake? That was, they beat. So in one of Pete Carroll's losing seasons, his second season in the NFL, in fact. No, actually his first season in the NFL with Seattle. They were 7-9. and nine. They played the Saints at home in the playoff game because they won the division. And remember Marshawn Lynch broke like 800 oh, tackles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it registered on the Richter scale because of how wild oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the field, the, right, the, right. the stadium was going. See, that's the other wild thing about Pete Carroll. He only had three losing seasons in his career, but as a prohibitive underdog in one of those losing seasons, they beat a double-digit win team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that almost makes it, I throw that losing well, season yeah, out. You want a playoff game, right? I mean, you make it in because of the Hokie NFL rules. There is a, another trickle down here. Like we can talk about his Hall of Fame candidacy. We can compare him to Cowher and Tomlin, and their resumes are all eerily, eerily, eerily similar. Shane Waldron, this offensive coordinator out there, you know, I, I saw no less than five or six Steelers people that I, I think are well-informed said, oh, Shane Waldron should be the next Steelers offensive coordinator. You know, I had somebody who's a big football guy text me and say, you know, Shane Waldron... I wonder if they like him so much they're just going to promote from within and he's their head coach. So if they're considering, if they have moved on from Pete Carroll to be considering Shane Waldron as head coach, he should be a commodity at offensive coordinator. But there's another name out there, Doran. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chicago moved on from Luke Getze yesterday as well. Two new offensive coordinator hats in the ring. I think both would be viable candidates. Neither's numbers blow you away. But you watch Chicago schematically, they do some diverse things. They look like a modern offense. You watch Seattle stylistically, and they're doing it with Geno Smith, not to poop on my own. They're formationing you. You could tell they've got sound plans. Right. They're doing things for a reason. Either one of those guys I'd be up I'd be up for for next year. I think any guy that becomes available that is an offensive mind, the Steelers have to do their due diligence of just interviewing them. I don't care. I mean, the process, it, there has to be an endpoint to the offensive coordinator search for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but every single day you should be interviewing whoever is out there. Just, to, just You have to do your due diligence. Whether it's Luke Getze, and you obviously know him from Steel Valley, and, and, and you know the nostalgic, and I think that that's what kind of a lot of people are grasping towards for right sure. now. Um, I don't know how great he – you know, I l- love Luke Getze as well um, – so this is not really a shot at him. I just don't know how great his offense would be with Kenny Pickett, um, seeing that he couldn't really get that much out of uh, you know a talented player like Justin Fields. Well, Justin eventually Fields. it worked with Fields. Like so, to me, it showed that he could develop a guy, but he also had clay to mold. More talented clay, as I mix analogies there. Like Justin Fields, a more talented player, a Correct. different kind of player, yes. obviously than Kenny Pickett. But he did show Getzy did that he could get more out of a guy than what he was coming into the league. I think Justin Fields has turned himself into a pretty good player, and I would give Getze some credit for that. Would you, or would you give Fields the credit because of his athletic ability? Well, I'd give them both credit. Uh, Clearly, Chicago's not giving him enough credit, and Mm -hmm. maybe they're just moving in a different direction because maybe they're going to move on from Justin Fields. I don't know the answers to those questions, something they're going to have to mull this offseason. 
I just don't think the Steelers can go into next year with Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner calling plays. And so you're right. Any single OC that comes available, we're all going to have to do our due diligence, and they're going to do their due diligence, and they're going to have to look into it. Uh, would you take Getze and Fields? <laughs> yeah, you, you said, are they going to be able to work with Kenny Pickett? In, in my world, if I were running the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I would for 80K, by the way. Like, you want to save some money, Art Rooney, the second, make me the GM 80K. I'll hire good people, too. I would not want Kenny Pickett to be my starting quarterback next year. I've seen him for 24 games and with bad coordinators, no doubt. Bad coordinator. I, I still wouldn't want him to be my quarterback next year. I would, I'd rather have Justin Fields than him. I probably at this moment would rather have Justin Fields than Mason Rudolph, but I'm leaving open the possibility that Rudolph can be magical here and, and change my mind. I don't think Kenny Pickett, if given an opportunity, could change my mind. But Mason, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. Follow me here and see okay. if you see what I'm see what I'm doing and a weird trend that I see happening right now. Brandon Staley, um, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, defensive guys. Yep, Bill Belichick probably. Mm-hmm. All defensive head coaches uh, are probably with Belichick pending being let go. I think that the NFL, or I think that these franchises are start starting to catch on that having an offensive-minded head coach is the most beneficial way to go. Yeah, I think so. I mean, who else is left out there? Uh, obviously, McDermott. Yeah, I would. I would just try to hire the best candidate, though. Like I had. You lo- wouldn't read into that at all, though. Oh no, I'm reading into it. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right that that's what they're all doing, especially in like, Vrabel's case and in Carroll's case. You you can make a reasonable argument that Bill Belichick just ain't got it as a GM, and that alone might be a reason to say, all right, man, like right. We're, we can't strip you of your power. You're not going to allow that to happen. You would just walk. We're just going to have to part ways if, in fact, that happens. Vrabel's had two bad years. Their roster's not good enough. I don't think he forgot how to coach. No. I know Pete Carroll's had two winning seasons back-to-back, again with Geno Smith, not a great quarterback, as your guy. Drew Locke had an awesome game this year. Like, I think in those instances, yeah, they're trying to move into a more offensive role. But Ron Rivera as well. Ron Rivera as yeah. well. That's another good point. That's another good example. Look at what D'Amico Ryans is doing, though. I had been... Young, though. Well, I guess Vrabel. See, yeah. I had been in the camp, if Tomlin were to walk, or if they traded him, or whatever, that I would hire an offensive-oriented head coach. No, I, I don't think I would. I think I would hire who I thought blew my socks off as the best candidate. But then you best be sure you got to hire a damn good offensive coordinator. Like I would, I would be hiring a package if I'm going with a defensive-minded head coach. But yeah, I, I see you. I see what you're saying, and I think you're right about that. That the league wants to hire offensive-minded guys. Somebody just texted and said, "Isn't Tallman a defensive-minded head or head coach?" I'm like, "That's the point. That's the point. That would be the point." This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 